<laughs> titillating as ever. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to Death by Pod, Smaller Scares. It's our Smaller Scary Show, where basically we just have a chat. Whereas on our main show, we talk about one horror film per week, or per episode, sorry. Whereas this one, we just kind of sit down and riff as if we're sitting across the table with a with an alcoholic beverage or a caffeinated or non-caffeinated drink as well. So who is the we? Well, I am Matt Hudson, the one who lurks in the dark. And joining me, as ever, is the Dame of Pain herself. It's Elizabeth, a.k.a. Bloggy Balboa. Bloggy, how on earth are you, mate? Hello. I'm isolated. (laughs) 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 Really? I don't know if anyone feels the same. (laughs) Feels like I've just been in the same place for two weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, no, I'm. It's I'm actually. Drain, just, oh, I'm right. yeah. I think I'm okay. Yeah, I think I'm actually doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I thought the first person to go is going to be me, but I'm actually <laughs> I'm doing all right. To be fair, how about you? Well, I'm doing all right. Well, it, it sort of comes in peaks and troughs. Sometimes I think this is wicked. I basically, I don't, I don't have to go out. I can just sit in. I can do whatever I want. I can get as much peace and quiet as I want and chill out. Then I realise I've got two kids in the house and that goes out the fucking window straight away. So sometimes I'm thinking, oh, that looks like a good place to hang a noose for myself, Christ. But then other times it is quite nice just to sit in, spend time with a nipper. Uh, I've been teaching, I say teaching her, I've been um, doing her school homework, colouring. She's only three and up, four years old soon. Uh, so we've been doing colouring and teaching letters and that. So that's been quite fun, actually. But um, other times it is just like, please kill me. It's so boring. <laughs> Really is boring. It doesn't matter what I'm doing, whether it's any kind of work or something wicked like podcast podcasting. There are, then I also think, oh god, I just would love to just go out. Do you know what I mean? By when this is all over, this COVID dash nineteen is all over, and we can just go to the park or go to the supermarket or just go out without this kind of like fear. It's going to be. I maybe will appreciate it a little bit more, but I'm doing all right. But it's weird, mate. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it is. Um, I keep seeing people kind of, you know, running past my house and being like, how many times is that now? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you got a little checklist? I've, I'm kind of doing the whole like hot fuzz for the greater good and I'm peeping. I'm peeping <laughs> at my neighbours and it's so bad, but I can't stop doing it. I can't stop. And I'm like, oh, look, he's he's running. Look, oh, it's that man again. He's running again. And Jack's like, come away from the window. It's really yeah. bad. <laughs> I have nothing else to do. I've been, um, I've been, I've actually been working out because I'm, I because everyone else is doing it, and I'm an idiot. So I'm like, oh yeah, sweet. You've been doing Joe Wicks, have you? No, I haven't. I haven't been doing Joe Wicks. I've just been doing like, you know, bloody. We, did, I did something today that was, um, it was called Beast Workout, and I was like, yeah, Beast, beast. Workout, yeah, I'm a beast, like, and it was this. Oh, I'm a beast. Yeah, that's, this, this suits me to the grand. Yeah, honestly, it was some great big guy being like, right, all right, you're going to get into a squat and then you're going to act like a crab. And it was like... Um, uh, Scared of mug making. Animals. We had, I had to pretend I was an animal, but like in athletic ways. It was bizarre and difficult. Sounds mental. It was absolutely mental. So yeah, I, that's my life. Because <laughs> I look at you and I immediately think, beast. So it works quite well, actually. Well, yeah. go, go onto YouTube and go do like Sean T. Do his stuff. That stuff just whips my ass. I guess the, the for me anyway, the burning question I've been meaning to ask you, in amongst many, of course, is uh, you're isolated with the beard that's feared, Jack, your hunky man. How on earth is he coping with you? Oh, he's doing fine. He's he's really? coping 
fine. Yeah. You say that like he's tied to a chair, gagged. Yeah, we... he's fine. Don't ask. it. No worries. Nothing to do with it. He's fine. Don't ask any more questions. Shut up. No one's coming for you. I'll <laughs> <laughs> never find. Going to see a scraping. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine. I mean, he's only cried a couple of times today. <laughs> yeah, just try to get out. I've... Oh no! The... At least you got someone in there with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's nice. It's just it is just a room though, so things are getting a bit like. We're probably going to end up like those Chinese people in China that have come out and ended up getting a divorce and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's meant to bring you together. And, um, it sounds like a good premise for a horror film. <laughs> Not coronavirus, fuck, because you know, you know damn well that they're going to exploit the shit out of this. But, you know, two young lovers who are stuck in one room and they can't leave for a few weeks. Who's going to be first, the first to crack and murder the other one? Yeah. I, 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 oh, I thought you were going to go with, like, you know, being stuck in a room with me. Um, <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Cheeky bastard. Um, yeah, it's just strange. That's that's all I can say. And people look at you strangely now, and I find that I'm mm. looking at other people strangely when I'd have to go to the shops for my essentials or go on my one allocated outing a day. People are looking at me like I've got the plague, and vice versa. It's very strange. I try. There's um there's an abandoned suitcase at the top of our road, and just this sight of this abandoned suitcase, I've never filled with more peril <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Because you don't, you just, you know, that's their luggage, that's their belongings, and they've just left it in the road, and it's been there for three days now, and it's What's just remained. What's the story un- of this suitcase? Well, the first time I saw it, I thought, oh my god, we're at the point where we're just leaving shit in the road now, like, but it's just not been moved, like, no one's come to get it. It's so weird, isn't it? Like I go, like you, when I go for my essential drive, uh, essential drive shop, sorry, or a little bit of exercise. Uh, this is what I was saying about le- fear of leaving the house because people look at you like. You shouldn't be out. What are you doing standing in line for Asda? You don't have a trolley. You shouldn't be out. Um, and I've been looking at people. So I've been looking at the people who live downstairs. Like, hmm, one of your family members has come around. They don't live here. Hmm. Some old geezer across the road. A couple of blokes came around his house the other day, and I thought, they don't live there. And I was thinking, should I report them? And I was like, maybe I shouldn't. Um, but it's, it's turning out. It's turning me. <laughs> like, it's you. It's literally like, I wouldn't, usually you just wouldn't give a monkeys. But for some reason, it's like heightened everything. And I was in... Um, I was in a queue the other day in the local co-op where I went to get some essentials. One of them was ice cream for me. And <laughs> I was in the queue. We got to stand a metre apart. Um, uh, for, the, for those listening who aren't in the UK and whose countries aren't in lockdown, we are in lock, essentially lockdown uh, 10 minutes into the show. But we can not We can only go out once a day for a allocated exercise. We, uh, all, all of the shops are closed. Everything is closed. Pubs, clubs, bars, restaurants. Apart from... You know, supermarkets, convenience stores, and petrol stations, I believe. Um, so I was in the queue for a, a in a co-op, which is a convenience store for those uh, outside of um, England, a meter apart, and I was and I could feel it in my throat. I I needed to cough, and I haven't got coronavirus, I haven't got COVID. I'm fully healthy. I've got hay fever, but not corona. And I was like, I really need to cough, but I cannot do it. I can't do it because people would look at would look at me because I was in um, Audi as well the other day. It seems like all I do is go shopping, but. Audi and this bloke, I put it, I put it on my Facebook. He looked proper COVID, filthy looking fella. He's just standing in the middle of the aisle, literally. <coughs> no, not hands over his mouth, but he kept doing it. And these people were literally flinging themselves over the aisles and over the over the middle shelf in um, Audi of all like the fishing gear and like flip flops. And they were desperately trying to get away from this bloke. And it's just people look at you weird now. Uh, but that guy did look like he he needed a good scene too and a good buff. 
but uh, I just couldn't cough in in the co-op for fear of getting like just people getting thrown out or something. So it's it's doing something to people's minds, which again sounds like something Hollywood's going to exploit in a few years' time. Yeah, it's all gone a bit rear window, hasn't it? Oh, that's a good yeah, shout, actually. Gotta start looking again. I'm trying Bart on The Simpsons when he gets he breaks his leg. Yeah. The sound Helga. Is it some Swedish day already? <laughs> <laughs> Have you managed to get your hands on Disney Plus? Weird. No, I haven't yet. Only because well, it's all on there. Oh, really? All thirty odd seasons of The Simpsons is on Disney Plus. Bloody hell! Well, yeah, you need to watch the pool episode. <laughs> do, you, do, do you know what? Um, which season and which episode, please? Uh, oh God, I can't remember what it's called. Hello, Google. I know it's when you mean there, where um, yeah, where he breaks his leg and they get the pool and he's having to look at the window at them, and Lisa becomes really popular. Oh, it's a uh, Bart of Darkness. Bart of Darkness. And it is the. First episode of season six. Oh well, I will, I will, I will log on to Disney Plus after this just to corroborate that is correct because we want to give false information out on Death by Pod. That's not what we're about, guys. Yep. I mean, I think the Bart handles isolation quite well, so you know you could you could draw strength from it. Yeah, and is that the one with Flanders um, when he reckons he's burying his wife and he lets off that hilarious scream? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That has stayed with me since I was a kid. That makes my dad, who's, who's 60 now, laugh more than anything like a like a four-year-old child. Just that <laughs> scream of Flanders. What, the purple drapes? <laughs> yeah. And just for oh, our listeners, God. here is the audio clip of that scream. <laughs> there it is. Brilliant. Better than the Wilhelm. Hands yeah. up. Imagine every film had the Flanders scream instead of the Wilhelm. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but I think yes, mate. we should talk about some horror films. <laughs> Do you know what? I reckon that's a good idea. Was that a smooth segue? Do you think that worked? <laughs> I think that sounded like the best segue any of the shows we've ever done have had ever in life. Yeah. Ever. I, um, I started saying it. I forgot what I was saying halfway through and I went, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that just shows that we're um, you know, we're we're on the DL. We know we're we're cool. We don't plan things out too much. We don't have a script of what to say. It's just we riff. Uh, it's not so like let's we've do got it, yeah. time on our hands. No, no, it's not like we've got yeah, in, in isolation yeah. from some <laughs> deathy virus outside. <laughs> also, on the, just at the top, fifteen minutes into the show, we we, we aren't going we aren't gonna be sitting and taking the piss out of the the virus. We do hope you're all staying safe. We hope you're staying in and doing as you're told. But also, I hope you're staying safe and everybody around you is all well and good. Uh, wherever you are in the world, we hope you're doing well. So uh, keep in, keep safe, and we'll all get through this. But one way of getting through this is horror films, as blog and old E-Balboa said. So we're just going to have a little chat about some of the ones we've been watching. But also, what's out there on streaming? We can't go to the cinema. Blockbusters ain't around no more. So we've only really got Netflix, we've got Amazon, and a few others. So we thought we'd just kind of run through what we've been watching if anything, and um, what you what you can watch on Netflix or Amazon if you want to scare yourself shitless in a pretty scary time. So, Bloggy, in your isolation, mate, have you and the beard to be feared been watching much? Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, I've I've been doing what everyone else has apparently already done, which is watch Tiger King, and that's kind of been taking over my whole life. So I, I haven't, haven't seen it. it. Oh, it is 
brilliant. Everyone says to watch it. You've got to check it out, man. It's I'm only on episode five, and I, yeah, I I can't I I don't want to tell you anything about it because I didn't just just watch it and. (laughs) I know nothing about it other than it's apparently so like so bad, but it's like addictive to watch. You do you want to watch more? It's yeah, I I the people are bad and stuff, but you can't stop watching it. It's. (laughs) And this is like considering what it is, it's so dark, but you're just, you don't, you kind of don't, you don't realize it until you sort of where I am on episode five. And I feel like, you don't know, man, you weren't there. <laughs> you don't understand right now, but you will come episode five and you'll text me and you'll be like, Tiger King. I completely understand. <laughs> what the fuck have you done? All right, well, I will watch Tiger King. I haven't, I've seen it everywhere. My brother and all that, he's just like, well, he keeps banging on about it. Similarly to what you've just said, that it is like car crash TV, but there's something about it that's like heroin. Once it's in there, it's just like, this is wicked. Uh, disclosure, I've never done heroin. I hear it's quite good. Um, oh, I don't do yeah. drugs. Um, <laughs> so I've heard a lot of people say it's really good, so I'd like to check it out. But the guy's hair is incredible, just from the pictures I've seen. Oh, yeah, he's got like a full-on Hulk Hogan kind of tiger vibe. He's like King from Tekken. Was it Tekken? <laughs> yeah, it was Tekken. Yeah, he's like King from Tekken mixed with Hulk Hogan. Proper moulet, proper collar curtain going but, on. But in a smaller package, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and not quite as bad. For, I don't know, I haven't seen. But, yeah, I mean, I, as I say, I've not. I've, I've just been doing that. But there are some really, really good horror films on Netflix anyway. Um mm. We've obviously got some of our pods are on there. We've got Orphan, Under the Shadow, Prodigy, Gerald's Game, to name a few. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a lab. It sounds like a great show. It sounds wonderful. Where <laughs> can I find out. this podcast? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> and a quick note from our sponsor. Um, yeah. <laughs> what sponsor? Come on. My nose and my my pound pound notes here. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then we've got some of our, well, some of the ones that I like to reference a lot, like Insidious and Jaws. Um, but to be honest, Netflix is kind of coming up trumps a bit with horror lately. Um, there hasn't been a lot added. And it, uh, for some reason, you can't find it. You like look for horror on Netflix and it it brought me up Ted 2, which I know it was a horrible film. It but, was cack. Um, but they've got something, The Invitation. Yes, yeah, seen that. The Invitation. I've seen that, and yeah, because so, it's got the guy you fancy on it. Uh, the guy Logan from Upgrade. Yeah, I see it, the guy from Upgrade, yeah. He looks like he looks like a Tom Hardy that you could bring home to your mum and she'd be okay with it. Exactly, he looks exactly like that. Yeah, that's like the yeah. pre-Revenant Hardy. That's before he left for the woods, Hardy. Yeah, yeah. That's before he started shagging your sister, but you still love him, Hardy. Yeah, like, or your mum. That's, that's, that's when he does CBB's <laughs> um, bedtime stories, Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Such a beefcake, isn't he? What a heartbreaker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen the invitation, actually. Um, I think it's all right, actually. The first time I saw it, I thought it was a bit waff. And then I rewatched it again because I'd, I, I, everyone else said it was wicked. So I was like, what have I missed? So I rewatched it and I was like, okay, it's better the second time, but it's still just all right. But it's a good story, though. Bit waff. Bit of a <laughs> waff story. <laughs> it's a bit waff, wasn't it? It, wasn't, it didn't bruck me like I hoped. Been broken I, I genuinely find it very uncomfortable. I think just the fact that he he's going to a dinner party with his ex-wife and her new husband, just that alone, I was like, oh, God. Well, yeah. so 
politics here. Uh, How am I going to get through the night without mentioning something five years ago? Goodness me. Uh, <laughs> and her yeah, dresses, so it, uh, yeah. It was all right. It's directed by Karen Kusama, who Kusama. did Jennifer's Day. Yes. And she did yeah. A, I'm sure she did a short film for one of those anthology horrors recently as well. Um, might have been XXX, maybe, I think it was called, or X something like that. Oh, was it, it, was it about... XXX? <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't about that kind of stuff. Oh, shit, that's, that's, that's my other streaming service. Um, I haven't got any porn services. Um, yeah, I think that's all right. It looked good, and it was all right. I just think it, certain parts dragged. And as soon as... Um, I can't remember the guy's name now. Pruitt, I can't think of his name, came on. The, the, you know, the guy who ended up being one of the bad cultists. Big big guy, yeah. bald guy from Zodiac. As soon yeah, as he yeah, came yeah. on, I was like, he's just walking spoiler. He's always some sort of shifty bad dude. Yeah, that's a bit like Aunt Lydia, isn't it, in uh, Hereditary? Yes, that's a good show, actually. Um, and Dowd. Can't trust her now. I've, uh, seen, I've seen her in films where she's actually being nice, and I'm like, no, bitch. <laughs> I, I watched Mira's Wedding, I think, the other day, and I was like, Colette, don't float in this. Crap. Oh, God, yeah, Mira's Wedding. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is on Netflix. I saw, um, I, think Le- I think Legion's actually quite good. Legion, which one's that? Legion is the one with Paul Bettany. Yes. And Quaid. I haven't seen that. I, I remember the poster and that Paul Bettany was in it because I remember being introduced to him mainly in I think it's like the Da Vinci Code or something like that. Um, and then mm. I don't think the, I don't think Legion came out a couple, a couple of years later. But I just remember thinking, oh, it's that geezer from uh, the Da Vinci Code. And of course, he's gone on to do bigger and better things since then. But I haven't seen Legion. Do you want a synopsis? Because I could probably like conjure one up lads this isn't even a main show and we're still getting a bloggy synopsis damn right okay. i do all right so paul bettany walks into a diner <gasps> it's not a joke it's <laughs> serious it's a diner that's owned it's owned by dennis quaid it's dennis quaid's diner so paul bettany walks into dennis quaid's diner that's the first line okay. <laughs> that's a good synopsis he and asks about I- an englishman an irishman and a scotsman no he doesn't he sits down and he starts eating like pancakes or whatever it is that Paul Bettany eats. Ooh. And then after a while, these things start attacking them. And it's got the guy from Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, in it. Ooh, that's just plot twist. It's solid. It's a so- And, you know, it got trashed, like, real bad. I, I looked up this, like, who the, who directed it. It was Scott Stewart, who mm. also did Priest. Priest. Anthony Hopkins, was that? Oh, I don't know. I did, that, one, that one flew by me. Hmm. I think this was this was his first one though, and I was yeah I was just looking up who directed it, and the reviews for it were so bad, and I was like, oh, so I, re- I quite enjoy this film. It's just it's just a bit of fun, really. Well, so yeah, if you want word. a bit of fun, uh, no, not like that. If you just yeah, if you want something fun to watch, that's got me into trouble before. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go on. There's Legion, and then there's Escape Room. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that come out came out last year, I think. Yeah. Yes. I was pleasantly surprised by that. I really did. I was determined to hate it, and I thought it was quite cabin in the woodsy good. I thought it was dog shit. Did you really? <laughs> I didn't think it was great. I think it was dog shit. I didn't think it was great, though. It just felt like modern horror to me, and that's something which the old DBPers out there will know. I say that a lot, and I don't mean it disparagingly, but it's just got that kind of like, there's something about it which, I get the Cabin in the Woods vibe, but it's 
whereas Cabin in the Woods sort of went, it went there, you know, went there. Escape Room yeah. never felt like it was, it felt like it wanted to, but it never felt like it had the, it had it within it to do it. And obviously the way it ended, I was like, oh, come on, guys. But it wasn't horrible, but I didn't think it was great. It was just disposable for me. Legion, I've, I, I'll take your word over the critics online, even though I like those online critics, but I trust your word. So I, I will check it out. I like Paul Bettany as an actor oh. and Dennis Quaid. Uh, so I'll check it out. Uh, but yeah, Escape from yeah, I just thought I watched it and I was just like, okay, that was that is what it was, what it was, and it didn't do anything for me. Um, but I and I probably wouldn't rewatch it again. But if they did do a sequel, I probably would go and watch it. I remember I said it on another show with my mate. I would probably watch a sequel though, which is sort of odd considering I wasn't a massive fan of the first one. Yeah, no, I get what you mean with that. I think. Um... I think sometimes sequels just don't really... They don't really hit quite right, do they? No, to see what they could do, basically, which wasn't exactly the same as the first one. There's a... What film is there? Um, there's one that I've got saved that I want to watch. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Creep, but it's not the one on the tube. Right, this is why I, get, I always get confused, because, yeah, there's the Creep on the tube, which was fine, and this new Creep well, I haven't the- seen, because Creep 2 came out the year or two ago, and people were really quite excited for it, but I haven't seen... Creep one. Yeah, so we I watched the trailer for it, and from what I can remember, because it was a while ago mm. now, it's about a man who keeps filming another guy, and they're in like a log cabin, and it's obvious he's a bit weird. He's a bit of an odd bod, and he keeps like taking pictures of him and wants to do a documentary, and mm. it all gets a bit odd. It looked quite intense, though. I'll check it out. I, I've heard of it, obviously, because again, I remember the second one came out, and people were quite looking forward to it. So it's actually on Netflix, is it? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's I yeah, mean really, dog. there are some there are some like good films like, you know, there's all the insidious, there's like Annabelle comes to home or whatever the hell it is and there's bits and pieces in there, but the the horror scene on Netflix is pretty bleak at the moment. I'm hoping that um Amazon Prime is maybe better. Well, there was one on Netflix that came out called The Platform. I don't know if you've heard of it, it's people's oh, been getting a lot of buzz. Well, yeah, I want to see this. It does look I really good. I watched it good. the other day. I was, <gasps> uh, my mate, uh, JB, John Burke, what a lad. Uh, he he mentioned it because we were talking about um, cause what films are coming out uh, now that we can't go to the cinema. And it's like, oh, people are raving and busting a nut over this film called The Platform. He says a horror film, so you probably like it. And this was about 11 o'clock in the evening. And in my wisdom, I was like, hmm, I'm the sort of guy who's just going to, you know, who cares what I'm doing tomorrow? I'm going to put it on. It's only an hour and a half. So I thought, I'll put it on now, it'll be done by half 12, it'll be fine. It ended up being about half 11 by the time I put it on. Finished at one o'clock. It's <laughs> odd. I won't say anything about it because you haven't seen it. It's it's an international film, which I usually love international horror films. Uh, it's odd. It's it's a lot to take in. It's one of those films that has a deep meaning and it and it goes kind of, at times around the bush, beats around the bush in telling it. And other mm. times, it just grabs you by the neck and it's just like forcing the message down your throat. It's not subtle at all in some parts. But it's, um, it's I, I won't say anything. I'll wait, for you, I'll wait for you to see it. That isn't me Me stammering there. Isn't me saying I didn't like it. I'm just watching what I say. But I want to hear what you think about it um, because I know what your penchant for certain films are, is. So I'm interested to see what you think about this kind of film when you watch it. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So uh, I'm interested to see what you think. But yeah, anyone out there, check it out. It's getting a lot of buzz. It gave me a lot of uh, sort of like high-rise vibes. Was that 
Uh, did you watch that? No. I can't remember. It had someone in it like um, uh, Michael Fassbender or someone like that, and they all live in like this massive high-rise building, and the people mm-hmm. at the top are like really rich, and the people at the bottom are like really poor. And it, it, that it all just started to like. Oh, it was just a weird like art housey indie type of movie that was obviously saying something about the economy or something. I don't. It was really weird though. I watched oh, it with nice. my dad. He was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, well, yeah, watch he this with me, Dad, and he'll say the same thing. He thought it was going to be like, you know, like upgrade or like um, not upgrade, uh, Judge Dread or Die you know, Hard or something, Raid or something. Yeah, he thought it was going to be something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, this one is. I mean, the that kind of premise of rich at the top, the poor at the bottom, or whatever is. Yeah, it's it's kind of at play in the platform, but it's it plays up entirely different to what that sounds like. So it's worth it's worth a watch. I'm interested. I really am interested in what you think about it, just because of yeah, how you've just described that film, and also international film, and the way they these because these films are shot and produced differently to Hollywood films. When I say like modern horror films, this doesn't feel like a modern horror film, even though it is very new it feels different so i'm interested to see what you think when whether you liked it or not so i won't say whether i did or not i know it's counterintuitive to this show but i just don't want to spoil it for it'll blog and all but yeah check that one out mate um but amazon prime they've got some decent stuff on there at the minute actually depending again depending on what you like if you go on amazon prime you can watch um let me in which is a 2010 remake of let the right one in uh, which is a swedish um, horror slash vampire flick which i think was wicked the original one and let me in actually wasn't that bad as a as a remake did you uh see that one yeah i saw both of them i've actually got the book sat next to me almost <laughs> it's, next Same here. it's in another room but yeah yeah um no i thought they were both really good and i did think that the remake um i think the remake was around about the time that there was also the girl with the dragon tattoo when we got really into yes. doing like scene for scene remakes wasn't it pretty much yeah and we had something else like i mean like rick got a um scene for scene almost in, in quarantine and stuff like that so yeah, yeah it was 2010 i think they didn't uh they just didn't include the scene with her sewed up vagina which was obviously took out of the american version <laughs> which is fairly pivotal to this plot it is quite i'm i'm imagining that that is obviously a big part in the story because I, I i remember watching that the swedish version i remember that happening and being like what the fuck and i remember that we kept into like we were trying to rewind it to skip it back to be like what was that like what was exactly. that and i felt <laughs> wrong doing it because i was like should i be doing this but you had to because it was a proper like wtf it still, it still didn't really make any sense and i had to bloody google it and then i was like oh yeah like that's disgusting because yeah, yeah. little, because little lad, he looks through the door, doesn't he, and sees it. Yeah, he sees her like, and then like the weird music playing at the time. Because yeah, I just yeah. remember kept skipping it back, and it would be like boom, 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 yeah. <laughs> really weird. That's a good, a good impression. It's uh, Cody Smith McPhee, and is it um, Chloe Grace Moretz? Is she in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's I, a decent remake, actually. I'll give it that. Who played the like Minder in the US remake? I can't even remember who plays the minder actually. Um, is it I don't remember. I know that I know, but I'm, this all this conversation is fucking pointless, isn't it? It's someone that yeah. I know that I know. Yeah. I know I know them, but I can't think of them. It will come. Oh, to, it will come to you in a minute. You're just going to scream this bloke's name out. Um, <laughs> what else we got? 
Um, Suspiria 2018. That's on there. Oh, yeah. um, did you? I can't remember. I was, you, you weren't up for that, were you? I, I think we spoke about it on the last show. Well, you yeah, weren't up for watching really that. Like weird horror. Yeah, it is Doesn't weird. Any sense? Yeah, I want to watch it for the disgusting parts, but then I. Um... <laughs> yeah, I hear it's got uh, Luca Guadagnino. I always struggle with that guy. The guy who did Call Me by Your Name. He directs it, and it's got Dakota Johnson, in it, and she's hot. So it's good to watch just for that. Um, I and Tilda Swinton is a boss in this film. I I think and Tom York does the score and it's fantastic. Tom York, yeah. I mean the the geezers from Radiohead, Johnny Greenwood, Tom York, they know how to pull out a score. I enjoyed this actually. I think it's better. It is better than the nineteen seventy seven film. It like technically and just to watch is a better film. I know there are purists who may disagree with that, but on a filmmaker and a technical level, this is much better. Though what Argento did was great, but I I did enjoy this. I watched it after a day at work when I started about 6am and finished about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Went straight to old Basildon and Cineworld and watched it. And I was a little bit knackered. I was like, oh God, I hope this isn't too long. And it was because I was shattered. Um, but I, enjoy, I remember watching it thinking this is pretty good. But it is, it's stylish, but it's weird. And again, it's another film which I want you to watch just to see, find out what you thought. I'd love to put a webcam on you to film your reaction as you're watching it. <laughs> just me going what's going on yeah. dancing yeah what yeah i'm assuming that the dancing is actually a thing isn't it That's oh god cool. yeah the dancing is is pivotal to the film here dancing is pivotal okay well at least i've got that part right yep what else we've got final destination the the that the 2001 i know that because we did that guess the horror year it came out and i said 1999 so the original final destination and i know you've seen that mate I love the original final destination. Yes. It's brilliant me to on a plane. I thought put, I remember after watching it, I couldn't have my fan on in my room. It was summertime, it was really hot, and I was like, oh, that reminds me of Final Destination. Like, what if? Yeah, it's become like a buzz, it's like a buzz quote, isn't it? Where um, something will happen, and it'll be like, oh, proper Final Destination. Or you go to a tan, I don't go to suntan um, shops. But I always remember every time someone says, "Oh, I went, I went to get a suntan, like the suntan bed, whatever they're called." I always think of that scene in one of the Final Destinations when she gets fried alive in them. And yeah. every time I think about going on a plane, I think, "Oh, maybe it'll blow up or a roller coaster." I think of Final Destination. It's done so much now, and it's become like a a thing where you know people remember moments like that from Final Dest- those Final Destination films. But I thought the first one was pretty decent. It sounds like the whole franchise has ruined your life. Like <laughs> that's, what, I, that's why I love this quarantine because I don't have to go out. I can't. <laughs> I can't even think about driving behind a log carrying yes. truck. I don't want to go near I'm Devon Sawyer no more. That is, that is the technical term for them, isn't it? A log carrying truck. Uh, it is now. Yes. It is now. For all I care, definitely. <laughs> Can I get an amen on that? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> was that a good enough amen <laughs> it was quite good yeah sweet what else have we got that might be quite good Eden Lake's on there and 2017's It I did like 2017's It um, it wasn't anywhere near as scary as I because I've been waiting for that film for f- donk for decades I really liked the book I thought the miniseries was alright because I remember going into Blockbuster as a little nipper and looking up at the top shelf or near the top and seeing like Pennywise the clown and his little green hand coming over of just It and I think so many kids remember that iconic VHS case. 
Um, and I didn't mind the miniseries, but I was so looking forward to the film. And I thought the first one was all right. Second one, not so much. And Eden Lake, speaking of Michael Fassbender, Eden Lake is a decent, decent British horror film. Mm, yeah, that's the one where um, it's with all the kids, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, um, oh, yeah, it was like one of the hoodie horrors, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like um, um, they were cashing in on like the hoodie, the hooded, get their gang got <laughs> crazy. That's going like, the, oh, the hoodies are going to get you in the UK. Yeah, you had like Eden Lake, and then I think, what else did you have? You had Attack the Block. Yeah, with Boyega. Other things as well. Yeah, yeah that was a really big horror trend, wasn't it? Hoodie yeah. horror and like. Urban fear. It but it's it works because it's that primal fear. That do you know what that that isn't. I mean, if you you could go in the woods and not that you're going to get set upon by a gang of hoodies like young chat yobos on a bike, but it's not like being having to fight a possessed girl or um, Michael Myers like the unkillable man. This is just a bunch of kids on a, on bikes with knives. It's like scary how real it is. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah because it's. The, the likelihood that you're going to encounter a possessed girl or a headless Tony Collette is quite slim. Which is a shame. Although now, you know, I think that haunted houses are going to really, really come back into play. I hope so. I, I hope so, because we're not going out anywhere. Nothing's, nothing's coming in. We're not going out. So what, get the what old haunted house in get here. In, a ghost. Get it in here. And I love ghost stories. I, like, what was that one called? Winchester with Dame Hill and Miriam, which was absolute bog rot. Um, I, I, I was hoping that'd be so good because I really want a decent haunted house film. Uh, the Woman in Black had a chance to do that with Harry Potter in it, Danny Radcliffe. And that was just all right. I really want a proper creepy, atmospheric haunted house film. And I'm still waiting for it. I'll tell you what, um, obviously once once this is all over... You should go and see The Woman in Black on the stage. It's absolutely amazing. I really want to. I've been, I've been to see it like eight times. Something, something absolutely just like since I... Because they took us on a school trip and yeah. I came back on the coach. You know, like on the coach after a school trip with all your mates, it's late at night, you've just been in London. Yep. Screaming, yeah, everyone's, everyone's taking the mick out of the teacher, and I'm sitting there shitting myself. <laughs> the woman in black's gonna come and get me. <laughs> it was like, really, and I'm just, you know, Jeepers Creepers might have scared me, yes, but that was when I was young. Jeepers Creepers did scare you, didn't it? How old were you when you saw a woman in black? So, at school, you'd have been what, between 12 and 16? Yeah, yeah, I was like, I, you know, we were old enough to be allowed to go to London, You're old stuff. enough to know better. Teachers, yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember they, they lined us all up outside the theatre and they were like, right, you know, don't scream. Obviously, it's scary. We want you to jump and be scared, but don't don't go over the top. Rah, rah, rah. And we were all stood there going, yeah, yeah, whatever. It was the, the way that they do it, it is like watching a, a real-life horror movie. Sweet. That, again, recommendation, blogimendation, all over that. I would like to go. I like, uh, I like going to the theatre to watch those kind of things, so I will, I'll, I'll check that out. Um, the Purge. Is on Amazon Prime and Thirty Days of Night, two fairly different films. The Purge I thought was all right, apart from the the little boy uh, Max something. His real name is. I hated that kid in the Purge. I really wanted him to get proper purged, um, <laughs> and because it's Ethan Hawke, um, Lena Headey, Adelaide Kane, and this little kid. He's a right pain in the ass with a stupid haircut. But the Purge, I thought. I think, I think Purge, um, the second Anarchy. I think I preferred that. I think I liked that one the most. Um, but that's on there. Thirty Days of Night. Which is um, what's that guy called? Um, can't think of his name now. 
but that's about vampires, and that's pretty good as well. <laughs> oh, I don't know what his name is. He's I got vampires. I can't think of his name. I, I've, I've, I can think, is it Josh? No, is it Josh? Um, really good coverage this is, guys, but I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, but Are yeah, you, that's a decent film. 30 Days and 30 Nights with Josh Hartnett in it. 30 Days of Night, Josh Hartnett, yeah. <laughs> I was right with Josh. <laughs> No, the the thirty days and thirty nights where he like goes celibate and oh no, it isn't it isn't that one. But I do think Josh Hartnett's actually in thirty days of night as well. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. Uh, it is Josh it Hartnett. Is Josh yes, Hartnett. yes, right. And Danny Houston. That's it. He'd have a that other film was like twenty days of twenty nights or something like that. I think that's the one you meant. Forty days and forty nights. Oh fuck! <laughs> Shit. Well, <laughs> Melissa George is in it as well. Thirty days of night. Um... <laughs> Oh, well, we're both, we're both like silly billies now. This is what isolation is doing to us. Yeah. yeah, but now we know a lot about Josh Hartnett and the movies that he's been in with numbers yeah. in them. The ones he hasn't been in. <laughs> uh, and as, so do you. As Britain's yeah. premier horror podcast, we generally we know we know all this these facts, but quarantine's getting to us. Someone else that's getting to us. Deep Blue Sea, Hereditary, what else is on Amazon Prime? What we do in the shadows, obviously, Tiger Waititi. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea's on Amazon Prime. DBS. That's on there. Oh, my God. That is, like, one of my favourite movies. It's on there. It's on there. Also, you can check out Under the Skin. Wolf Under the Skin, I thought was wicked. Wolf Creek, Night of the Living Dead by George Romero. So, there's some pretty spicy stuff on there. But, yeah, Deep Blue Sea, it's there. Ah, any film with LL Cool J in, I'm there. He he had like a renaissance, I say renaissance, he had like a period in like the late late 90s where he was in in films a lot. He was in films a lot. I bloody, and and he would always do like a, he would always do the rap for the film. Yeah, and it was always cack. Deepest bluest. Deepest bluest. (laughs) Deepest bluest. My head is like a shark's fin. That was me. Don't stop. Put the accent on and everything. Yeah, Um, sorry to our listeners. Any, any movie with Ella Cool J and talking about how to make it the perfect omelette. Yeah. yeah. Well, Deep Blue Sea's all about intelligent sharks, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe they've met their match. Yeah. He really met me. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I, I haven't seen Deep Blue Sea in a long time, but I remember I remember seeing it at the cinema and I remember enjoying it. Hereditary, check out our show on that. Tony Collette floats without a head. Um, Secret of Marabone, mm-hmm. What We Do in the Shadows, very funny. Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. I enjoyed that. It should not be very good, but it is. Have you seen it? I haven't. I don't know why, but I just thought if that was the one with Jessica Alba in it where she's blind. I think it's called The Eye. Oh, I've heard of The Eye. That sounds about right. That sounds more like than that sounds more likely than the what's, other one. What's Under the Skin about then? Has she got funny skin? Basically, not really. It's what's under what's under her skin. They don't peel her back layer by layer, but basically, it's it's what I mean. It shouldn't it shouldn't work, but it does. Basically, Scarlett Johansson. This isn't a spoiler. This is a synopsis. Scarlett Johansson is an alien, but she, but it's an alien that takes on her, the the guise of Scarlett Johansson in Scotland, and she basically seduces men into her van to you know you know rut them, and then she sends them to another dimension and harvests their flesh. Basically, and it sounds awful, but it's actually really, really good. And I dropped my top twenty films of the decade a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, and that was in it. I thought it was wicked. So Scarlett Johansson, an alien, has 
become Scarlett Johansson, who's living in Scotland, yep. who and is making a get men's skin by being a strumpet. Absolutely, a bit of crumpet, a bit of the old haggis up there. She is, and but it's but it's much. It is. It's so much more than that. It's like proper. It is a bit arty as yeah. well, but it's um, it's there's layers. It's bold. It's uh, unpredictable. It's <clears> decent. <throat> it's decent. That's all. I'm gonna like, say. I don't want to say again. It's it's Lawrence Dorn and Bowen. Yeah, yeah. MDF job. It's it's, bold. Yeah, you should have seen what my hands were doing at the time. They were flourishing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm wearing my cape as I speak. But it's decent. It's because one of them films. You either love it or you won't. It's not. I don't think it's as polarizing as like some of the like uber art slash arty horror films out there. I think it's really good and it shows that I know she's just been nominated for two Oscars in the same fucking year, but it shows just how good Scarlett Johansson is because I don't think she gets enough credit for how good an actress she is when she really brings it. I think um, so. Yeah, check out Under the Skin and Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek, you got John Jarrett who plays Mick, who is out in the outback in, in the outback. In, our fly on the wall buddies will tell us all about that. And he basically offs people who dare go onto his terrain, and it's really decent. It, that was also brought out in that kind of like torture porn era of horror. This isn't really torture porn; it's more like torture slasher. But you had stuff like Hostel coming out, then this uh, in two thousand and five, and I liked Wolf Creek. Yeah, I thought Wolf Creek was really, really good actually, because um, the, the the guy, I don't know, there's something about him where it's just like, oh, I really, really don't want you to murder me because it, he made it so obvious that he got such sick pleasure from it. He was such a freak. I'm glad you like Wolf Creek because that makes it a lot, a lot better for me. But Under the Skin, check it out. So I will watch Legion. And at some point, can you watch Under the Skin and Suspiria and The Platform? Um, well, did I have any other? And I've got to go and watch The Woman in Black Theatre Show as per your recommendation. Yeah, once you've done that, I'll make sure I get them other ones done. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, then. Fine. <laughs> I can't go out in a minute, though, but Thank I will do gosh. it. I'll watch it. Did you? But just before we move on, did you watch the Potter version, the Daniel Radcliffe version? Yeah. How different is? I know it's obviously you know uh, chalk and cheese theatre show, you know motion picture, but you know is the essence there? Is the story similar? Oh, I'll have you know, I've also read the book and seen the original made for TV movie. Oh, wow. You're a proper uh, um, connoisseur. Well, I'm a diehard Woman in Black fan. This was all just because of school, by the way. This wow. was not my own. This was not my own journey into gothic horror yeah, <laughs> it, it kind of compares but they like pointlessly add things in like hanging uh-huh. which the, the the book and the actual story itself are way more terrifying but i think you kind of you have to be there yep. with the book and with a play i don't think they can really do it in a movie because it's all just about being really isolated okay all right, well, I'd like to add the woman in black to our list of films then so we can actually have a proper discussion on that. Yeah, no, we should, definitely. And if you are feeling isolated, don't watch the woman in black. <laughs> well, there you go. But what have you guys been watching? We actually put out the call for uh, you guys to let us know what you've been watching in the form of voice messages, audio clips. We could hear the voices behind the names that we see on social media. And my God, if you've got some sexy voices out there. So um, we've got uh, seven to play so we're going to do a couple at a time and then sort of dive into what you've been watching so first up we've got bryce hansen from horror movie talk and rob from pumpkin spice podcast take it away lads
Oh, hey ho, this is Bryce Hansen from Horror Movie Talk. Um, we're based here in Washington State in the U.S., and so we're, we've been on the forefront of closures, including theater closures. So a lot of the new releases that we were planning on watching were not able to, but maybe through streaming at home. But anyways, we've been watching a lot of older classics and stuff that we've been trying to catch up on. Um, the Exorcism of Emily Rose is a great uh, possession movie um less great we've watched wrong turn from 2003 which was suggested by our listeners and i don't know what that says about us that they like us or hate us um but personally i've watched uh the the original wicker man which is great and we're gonna probably watch the bye-bye man so wish us luck um good luck coping with coronavirus hi everyone it's rob from pumpkin spice podcast and while i've been self-isolating a bunch of movies have come on i mean as we all have been watching but i think the one that sticks out most in my mind would be single white female if you feel trapped now imagine if your roommate wanted you dead Also, I hope this isn't some weird, funky, alt-right horror movie podcast. Nice. Two voices which are like music to my ears. So, Bryce, what's he been watching? He's been watching The Wicker Man 73, Exorcism of Emily Rose, Wrong Turn, and The Bye-Bye Man. I like how he said The Wrong Turn was basically his listener suggestion. So, I don't know what you've done to piss your <laughs> listeners off, mate. But And The Bye-Bye Man. So, have you, have you seen any of those films, mate? I watched Wrong Turn because I used to watch Buffy, so oh, yeah. I had a big Elijah thing going on. Um, I don't remember it as being very good, but I'm sure I'd I'm sure I'd find some joy in it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I haven't seen the Bye Bye Man. That was one that I did not that was, say hello that to. Was a toilet blocker. <laughs> what else was there? There was the Exorcism of Emily Rose, which I know is a favourite of yours. I um, like that one. Actually, I thought it was alright. Laura Linney mm. and other people. It's also on Netflix, if anyone wants to check it whoop, out. Whoop, whoop. Um, on the original Wicker Man, yeah? With the, what is it, the landlord's daughter? The original Wicker Man, yeah, the landlord's daughter. That is not her body. Is that Britt um, Eklund? Yeah, yeah. I it's not her. Rod Stewart was going out of her at the time, and he tried to burn every copy of that film because you get to see bits of her body in it. And he was trying to like stop it from being distributed because he was that paranoid. Jeez. Yeah, what an idiot. Do you think I'm fucking sexy now, Rod? Yeah. Yeah, just, that's, that's when he's in his fucking leopard skin trouser period. So it's not like he, he couldn't really talk about you know, getting himself out. Um, yeah, I didn't mind. The next Emily Rose is good. The Wicker Man is all right. Atmospheric, decent. It all builds up to that bit at the end. So um, a, a fun little selection there, Bryce, mate. Thank you very much. And Rob, well, first I've got to ask, mate. Uh, bloggy, he said he hopes we're not a weird, funky, alt-right horror podcast. Are we a weird, funky, alt-right horror podcast? Um, I don't know what alt-right means, but I'm going to say no. It's like sort of like Nazi leanings, like that kind of oh, way shit. of thinking. Oh, okay, no, no, I think that's all right. Okay, oh, because I told him he wouldn't. <laughs> I'm to make sure. <laughs> Would now be a bad time to tell you about my new beliefs and. Uh... <laughs> Yes, but now, I've got, sorry, I've just got to stop the show whilst I go and pray to the Fiona! Sorry. 
He's not my Führer. <laughs> He's the Führer. Sorry, I had a <laughs> cup of tea in my mouth at the time. Not a cup of tea, a sip of tea in my mouth. I fit the whole cup in my gob. Spit it out. Oh, no, I, I swallowed it, but kind of spat at the same time. <laughs> I, I thought you'd farted. I've got to be on it. No, I've oh, never done that on a show as of yet. <laughs> not that you've heard, anyway. Uh, okay. Good stuff. Yeah, good content. <laughs> Single white female. That's the one he stand, uh, stood out for a rob. What do you think about it? Have you seen that, mate? No, I haven't. Can you tell me about I it? I can't because I haven't seen it. it sounds... But he's. All right. Says, if you feel trapped now, imagine if your roommate wanted you dead. It is, I think it's similar to that. The, actually, the premise of what we're saying about you and uh, Jack, that stuck in a room with someone, and after a while, they just get tendencies to want to kill you. Oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, you know, unfortunately for Jack, I'm not single, so... You are a white female. 100% problem. Yeah. Mm. Two out of three. Yeah, no, two out of three. It's the majority. Watch out, mate. <laughs> single white female. I haven't seen that, but it sounds like something which is probably quite relevant to now. So, lads, Bryce, Rob, thank you so much for sending those in. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Bryce and Rob. We've also got two more we've got summer heather from the dolls of horror podcast and peter from the movie freak dot be hey death by pod this is summer one half of the dolls of horror podcast so what i've been watching during this strange and unusual changing time is um well the stand first of all because is there not a better movie to watch right about now than the stand i've always loved it and i mean it's more scary now than it ever has been also i have been revisiting my favorite movie series i've watched the screams the nightmare on elm streets the hellraisers the exorcists the omens I'm sure I will keep going with those. Um, also, my favorite horror television shows from my childhood, the Tales from the Crypt episodes and the Tales from the Dark Side episodes. I'm having a lot of fun with those. Um, I should probably save some watching for later since nobody really knows how long this is even going to last. But anyway... I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Thanks so much for having me, Death by Pod. Talk to you later. Hey, it's Peter from Belgium, the so-called movie freak from moviefreak.be, and that's movie freak with a hyphen. I've been asked by Death by Pod about the horror movies I've seen these days. Well, to be honest, I haven't seen a single movie. Normally I watch about five to six movies a week, but since the corona outbreak I didn't feel like watching any movies. Nothing really interests me and I have trouble concentrating, perhaps watching all those apocalyptic films the last year starts troubling me. And I'm preparing for a worst case scenario. Who knows, in a few weeks I'll start watching movies again. Until then, I eagerly await how the situation will develop further. So to everyone, stay safe, healthy, and respect the measures. Only in this way you can avoid avoid endangering yourself and others. So 
Bye bye. Oh, how about that? I liked both of that. That was those were really good. I liked both of them. So Summer's been watching The Stand, which uh, Jack is actually reading at the moment, and this book is like the size of a house. It's like Stephen um, King's forte, isn't it? Just to have bricks for books. God, it's so like honestly, it's overkill. Like you can you could murder someone. In fact, maybe that is what I will murder him with. But yeah, See? I haven't seen anything about the stand but i'm desperate to watch it um so i'm definitely going to get on that it sounds like it probably is a good movie to watch right now as summer summer so rightly says yep it's decent sick it's just like a mini series like six hours worth of stuff it's gary sinise and molly, molly ringwald i saw it a couple of years ago and it's all right it's got is it, is that the one with randall flag it is yeah because um well summer said it was it's pretty it's here, <laughs> jamie sheridan it's randall flag thanks summer it's really good to watch actually i really enjoyed it and um, yeah, Summer, you're a legend. Before I carry on, you're a right legend. You are Summer. And keep up the good work with your show. Well, she's also been watching movie series like franchises: Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser, The Exorcist, and The Omen. Uh, I can see some good and bad in that. In fact, all of those she just mentioned have good and bad in. All five of those mm-hmm. have like picks and troughs, and they usually start off well and then kind of dip. Yeah. I think yeah, I think I think that the only bad one of Scream is Scream Two. I love all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I, I especially treasure Scream Three, which I think makes me a bit strange. It makes you a bit different. It might, yeah, and I don't want to be. I want I want to be like you guys, and I just want to like the good ones. But I really like Scream Three. I think that bit where our mum knocks on the window is terrifying. I don't really remember Scream Three, but I actively sought out Scream Four a couple of weeks ago, and I rewatched that and thought actually it's not <laughs> bad actually. Yeah, I really liked Scream Four. A lot of people didn't like it, but I thought he, I thought he, you know, like, where's kind of like rose to the challenge again, brought yeah. his A game. Yeah, and you got David Arquette fresh from being a WCW wrestling champion. It's like the weirdest subplot of, of anyone's life. But I thought Scream Four was alright. Nightmare on Elm Street started off alright. Number two's weird. Dream Warriors, check out our show on that. Good. Then that sort of went downhill, and then a new nightmare was pretty good. Hellraiser, good start. Listen to our show in the next few weeks for that. And then it kind of like flip flopped around. Exorcist, obviously, second one it was frankly incredible. Come on, we don't like the Exorcist on this show. We don't talk about. I don't. You talk about it more than I do since our re- resurgence. Um, the first one is the greatest film <laughs> of all time. The second one is fantastic to watch. It's good laugh. The third one's actually really good. And the Omen, check out our show on that as well. The second one is, yeah. and the third one is, and the fourth one is fucking awful. So. um it's quite a good idea, actually, actually revisiting series because we've got all the time in the world to do it now. Yeah. Do you know who's not getting to get spoilers from the Death by Pod? It's Summer because she's already seen all of them. <laughs> Summer, you're a right lead, you are. And um, yeah, Summer's uh, co-host couldn't make it onto the recording. She was very th- apologetic about it. So you're also very well-mannered, but it's absolutely fine. We just appreciate you sending that one in, uh, Summer. So thank you for that. And again, keep up the good work with the Dolls of Horror. And we got one for Peter, didn't we? And we especially like this one from Peter. Yeah, I really, really like Peter. Um, I, I, I can totally relate with with not wanting to watch any horror movies. Um, I, I get like that sometimes as well. And I think at the moment it's so like I was saying, there's an abandoned suitcase. You know, and shit can just get a little bit too real sometimes, can't it? So I totally appreciate that Peter's decided to take a little bit of sort of like well-being, mental health, R and R, and stay positive. 
Mips, you know, not, not that it is, is, un, is negative. <laughs> no, but there are some films which hit quite close to home. I watched um, Contagion recently, not because it's the in, in film to watch a minute, but Contagion 2011, Matt Damon and Et al. Firstly, the film's really good, but Jesus Christ, is it literally like a, a microcosm of what is happening right now, even down to the words they use, social distancing and all that kind of stuff. It is... Like, I, I was really uncomfortable watching it and I went to bed like proper paranoid after watching it because it is just like what's happening now so I totally get what you're saying Peter that you can get some which you can watch and you can have a bit of fun with but there are others which even if they aren't about like a mass outbreak can still in these kind of strange times play on your mind a little bit when you don't want it to so I totally totally get that you haven't wanted to watch them man yeah yeah no 100% um yeah, I don't have anything. I don't know why I'm carrying on talking because I don't have anything to say. <laughs> it's your blocky Balboa. You can do whatever the hell you want. So, Peter, let us know, mate, when you do get around to watching films again. And obviously, hope you're doing well. And and everybody else, we hope you're doing well. Let us know what you do watch. But we've got a couple more in. We've got uh, Ian Forrest, who is a friend of the show from the Behind the Screen podcast, a fellow British horror movie podcast. Go support them, um, represent, and fan of the show, top man, the king of Ohio. It's Nick Hendrickson. Here we go. Hello Matt, hello Elizabeth, hello Death by Pod listeners, it's Ian here from the Behind the Screams podcast. I'm currently in the middle of self-isolation, so needless to say, I've had an absolute ton of spare time on my hands, and I have been using that time to catch up on some movies and some gaming. In terms of games, I've replayed Alien Isolation and Layers of Fear, which I love, I love both those games, but I have really been using the time to catch up on mainly horror movies that have slipped by me over the years and there's some really big names in there i've managed to catch up on the conjuring 2 uh, midsummer and the blair witch project and to be honest with you i think it's one of my big shames as a horror podcaster that massive movies like that have sort of slipped me by but i've also used it to catch up on some of the classics i've watched friday the 13th i've rewatched texas chainsaw massacre i've rewatched the remake of haunting of hill house and i think by and large so far the films i've caught up on have all been great i really enjoyed actually the conjuring 2 which i found weird because i really don't like much else in that franchise but i really enjoyed the conjuring 2 it was a lot of fun I think the biggest disappointment for me, though, was remembering how bad I actually thought Friday the 13th was. I think it's such a disappointing movie when you look at the reputation of its franchise. Anyways, guys, hope you are all keeping well. Keep up the great work you are doing on the Death by Pod podcast. You are doing fantastic, and please do stay healthy. See you later, guys. Hey, guys. Nick from Canton, Ohio here. Just checking in with you. Just wanted to tell you guys, uh, love the pod. It's fantastic. Love the humor. You guys can, are great together. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. Um, keep spreading that horror love. Obviously, us in Ohio have, have a little uh, problem with the COVID-19 virus here, so they've quarantined everybody. So we've been kind of hanging out and just watching uh, some good old horror movies. My daughter's 13, so we kind of started new. So a bunch of the classics. Starting with The Exorcist, one of the greatest of all time. Jaws, Alien, Friday the 13th, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. Just focusing on the classics of horror. I think this generation has missed out on a lot of great, great, great 
horror films. And that's why I love your pod. Just bring them back the classics. Thanks, guys. I really do appreciate it. You keep doing what you're doing. I love it. And don't forget to sound the clocks then. Later. Right, what a bunch of lads. Ian with that wonderful Scottish accent and Nick with that wonderful legendary voice of his. Ian Forrest, what have his, what's he been doing then? So he's actually been playing video games. And one of them, or two of them, Layers of Fear is incredible. But Alien Isolation, I, I said it to him, I have that game for PlayStation 4. I got about half an hour into it and it scared the shit out of me so much that I haven't played it since and I've had it for about two years. I can't bring myself to play it. It's terrifying. Oh, jeez. I don't, I've not pl- I've not played either of those. Uh, I I play Unreal Tournament on the PC, and that's 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 the extent oh. of my gaming. <laughs> but I appreciate a, a good horror game. It's terrifying. It's not quite as terrifying as Minecraft might be, but it is terrifying. You make one move, and you, the alien just wake up and come and just murder you. Um, what has it been? But I, I like what Ian's been doing. Whereas a lot of people have been. Like we've been saying, like seeking out films on Netflix, new films and old. Ian's been doing just that, but he's been catching up on the films that have, he's been he's missed out on over the years, which is a pretty sweet idea. Conjuring, Midsummer, yeah. Blair Witch, um, Conjuring Two. Now, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of the Conjuring Two. Midsummer, I thought was alright, and the Blair Witch Project is one of my favourite horror films of all time. And I think that's more to do with the nostalgia of watching it for the first time in '99. But it still is pretty decent. But those three films, you a fan? Yeah, we we've had the discussion about the Conjuring before. I really like the Conjuring too. I think the I think the CGI guy is a bit crap, but everything yep. else I think is dead scary. Midsummer I still haven't seen, but I'm actually coming around to potentially watching it because I've, I've realised that Florence Pugh is actually quite nice to look at. So Damn right. that's I mean yes for me. Um, and I just want to like take a face and put it on my own. It'd be like, oh look at me, everyone. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a death threat, by the way. Um, <laughs> I just want to start yeah. a face off and wear it as my own. Just, I just want to, I just want to make a skin suit. Um, <laughs> and uh, happens to be the model. Yeah, it's fine. That'll be fine. Texas Chainsaw Mask is really good. Um, for, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I'm kind of with you there. I mean, I think they they mature a little bit as they go through the the go through the what is it? They go they get a they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well oh, fucking hell i'm gonna die um i think they mature as they uh, as they go on but uh, yeah the first one is a bit lackluster in it really um it so is. i can totally appreciate that and nick that's the first time i've heard nick i, I feel yeah. like i know right i feel like we're you know we're just all getting to know each other in these corona unprecedented times <laughs> what a time to get close to people not too close though two, two meters, meters apart. apart two meters apart yeah. you can't, if, if you could touch you with a broom you're too close who has a broom though to test that i don't know but an old lady said, said that to me the other day and i felt like pushing her into the road i was like crossing <laughs> the road to queue up broom. and i was like i'm nowhere near you and she literally <laughs> stepped back with my hands in the air like well we're not close enough that broom couldn't touch me i was like i'm literally nowhere near you you probably should have done it sounds like that would have been the right thing to do uh... <laughs> again it is great to hear nick's voice get nick's voice for the first time because nick nick's been a big fan of us on twitter he's always sharing the show and um, shooting a good word about us and we really really appreciate it so it's great to hear uh, Nick's voice and, what's, and he's been introducing his 13 year old daughter to horror now usually you'd think horror 13 years old too young how many of us listeners and 
podders here watched their first horror when they were far too young. Nick's just doing the sensible thing of actually monitoring his daughter whilst they do it, whereas the rest of us sort of put VHSs in our when our parents had gone to sleep or when we thought they weren't in the house. Nick's just like, nope, I'm going to watch you do it and I'm going to monitor you doing it. What a great guy. The Exorcist, Jaws, Alien, Friday the 13th again, Halloween, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the classics that the generation's missing out on. Mate, that is, Friday the 13th aside maybe, that is a hell of a stable of classics to me, mate. And to be honest, we've covered a few of those as well. Yeah. Jaws is on Netflix. I'm just going to shout out whenever I see these. Yeah. Our sponsors. If, uh, if, if, his daughter is anything anything like him then she's gonna to be tough and she's gonna take these horror films and she's just gonna she's gonna learn from them yep and be, hopefully she can come on the show with a voice message as well soon for what she thought about it but i'm interested to see what she thought about films like um the exorcist of course uh compared to something like um jaws and alien because they're they're, they're those 70s horror films but they're like proper different to what we get now and i don't know whether she's seen these contemporary horror films but those films just feel Again, it's not nostalgia. It's not because they're old, quite unquote old films, yada the other, but they just feel like horror. They generally sort of grab you by the neck and they start to suffocate you because there's something there. It's that lingering doom. Um, so, Nick, it's a great selection of films to be watching, mate. Uh, you love the pod. We love we love bringing the pod to people like yourself who dig it. So we're here to talk horror. Me and Elizabeth, we just love talking horror to each other. And the fact that people listen and respond is is quality. You know, it means the world to us. So, thank you very that for much. Thank you very much for that, mate. And just for you, we'll sound a klaxon. Yay! Maybe we can have a live klaxon. That's just for you, Nick. The Hendrickson klaxon. Have we got any more going there, mate? Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got a few. We've got a few. We've got Kevin Crichton, the film grump, who sent us in a lovely message, and Luke Summerfield, who's unaffiliated. At this moment in time, is that right? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's the king of Wales. He's the right lad as well. So uh, what do they have to say? Hi, gang. I hope you're all keeping well and safe in these troubling times. Um, in the past week, I watched Ravers, which is about infected people at a ra- an illegal rave, which is quite enjoyable. Also seemed appropriate considering the circumstances. Um, Creatures of Whitechapel, which is a film that combines a Jack the Ripper and Frankenstein. It's a short film which is available on YouTube if you want to check it out, which I, I suggest you do. It's very, it's very good. The Den, which is also known as Hacked, um, it predates the Unfriended films by a year, and it's a very, very good film in its own right. Very, very creepy. Some good jump scares in that. And the, the, the Legend of Hell House, which is based on Richard Matheson's novel. I'm a big fan of Matheson's, Matheson's novel, The Hell, Hell House, and the film version is actually really good in its own right. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you check it out. Hope you all stay well. I look forward to hearing your podcast. Hey, Elizabeth and Matt. I haven't watched much horror recently, but I have been uh, dipping into a few. Uh, I watched John Carpenter's The Thing, absolute classic. You can't beat a bit of horrific, parasitic, extraterrestrial life. Trouble is with these films, they really freak my wife out. And last night she woke up to me watching a film called From Beyond. 
It's uh, a film from 1986 based on a HP Lovecraft story as well worth watching just for the special effects. The acting is a bit questionable. Uh, the worst film I tried to watch was the Friday the 13th re- reboot. Absolutely awful and full of fake tits. Uh, look forward to what, hearing what you guys have been watching. Thanks both. So that was that was all pretty good stuff. I haven't seen Raiders, um, but it sounds it sounds like it's gonna it's gonna hit pretty hard in the current climate, sounds which wicked. sounds really good. Reaches a Whitechapel sounds really interesting. I absolutely love Jack the Ripper. And also, mate, it's available on YouTube as well, apparently. So just log on and watch it for free by the sound of it. Okay, so I wonder if that's like a YouTube red, or I guess I'll find out. Yeah, check it out, mate. I'm excited. Yeah. The Den. The Den. Okay, hacked. Um, so what's that about? It says predates Unfriended by a year or so, so I'm assuming it's one of those kind of films where it's all shot via the perspective of like a computer screen or something. Yeah, it must be, yeah. That that would sound I watched um I watched Cam. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was on was... Okay. It went on for an awfully long time. <laughs> it went places, didn't it? Um I thought it was alright. Places it was all right though, yeah, it was good. And Legend of Hell House, I feel like, I feel like maybe we had that as a story tape when we were kids. It sounds familiar, doesn't it? I mean, I've heard of it, but it sounds like something which I've, I, I, I've seen laying around too. Yeah, I feel like I feel like maybe I had that. I, it could have been something else though, because I think we also had Terra Castle. <laughs> Terra Castle. Terra Castle. That's like something you get on like um, a kid's t- CBBC like 20 years ago. Terra Castle. Um, Castle. Kevin Grant is a big fan of horror, so thank you, mate. I've spoken to him about The Exorcist 3 a few times. He's a huge fan of that film. And he's also recommended a film called Freaks to me. Uh, he said it's really good, apparently. So Freaks, if you get a chance to watch it, guys, check it out. So Kev, thank you very much for that. And keep it grumpy. Luke Summerfield, the King of Wales, a uh, big friend of... This show and other shows as well that I do. He's a kid. He's got a great voice. Dipped into a few horror flicks. John Carpenter's The Thing. Can't beat a bit of horrific, parasitic, extraterrestrial life. But from his wife's a bit of a, a bit of a pansy when it comes to those kind of things, you see. So um, she can't watch them. And she, she caught him watching From Beyond, which is... Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen that film. But then he mentioned Friday the 13th. But the remake, we spoke about the first one, the original being a bit waff. He watched a remake, which was rubbish, because it was just full of fake tits and it was and it was a bit poo. Have you seen that one? I, I've definitely seen the remake, but I think I deleted those cookies like as soon as <laughs> they happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had to reinstall Windows after that one, man. That was awful. I had to burn my laptop. Um, yeah, we do, you, you don't want your wife freaked out. You know, want to want to want to keep freakouts to a minimum. Happy life, happy wife. I, no, happy I, wife, happy life. Yeah. Well, yeah, either or, I think. Yeah. But from beyond, yeah, it sounds like it must be a pretty creepy movie, so I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I really like enough acting as well. So. <laughs> yeah, probably 80s job, innit? So. Mm. And The Thing, of course. You can't beat The Thing. Yeah, The Thing's like, yeah. The Thing's brilliant, isn't it, really? It just, just there can't be anything better. Well, classic, bit of classic horror. 
So yeah, Luke, Kev, nice one, boys. And to finish off with Luke and Big Wars from Dan Under from the Fly on the Wall podcast, legends, friends of the show. What do they have to say? Well, let's find out. Uh, g'day, it's uh, Luke and Big Was from Fly on the Wall Podcast. I've got, the, I've got the big man on the phone because, uh, yeah, we're social distancing plus we stink. Yeah, plus I have a um, AVO against <laughs> Luke at the moment <laughs> That's um, and he needs to keep away from me. So we're here to talk about movies for uh, Death by Pod. Warren, what's um, what's a, a horror movie that you've been watching or during these, these strange days or uh, a movie that you want to watch maybe? I'm going to drag out the thing. I think I'm going to have to watch the, oh, yeah. the original thing. Nothing wrong um, Talk about isolation. There's nothing more isolated than Antarctica uh, and the dwindling ranks around you as a strange alien beast manifests itself in your comrades. And you're obviously talking the, the original thing, not the remake. Look, the, the remake might be something that I've put on while I'm having a coffee, but no, the original thing is definitely the one I'd go for. Yeah. How about yourself, mate? Well, I really want to watch Outbreak, obviously, because, you know, Dustin Hoffman uh, movie and... Uh, I've Kim been feeling the same movie. way. Yeah, yep. I really want to watch that because, obviously, you know, it's all relatable. Um, and Contagion is another one that uh, is fairly, in recent years, yeah, that, actually, uh, been talking about as well. That's probably even closer to what's going on at the moment. That's the one with Matt Damon, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, Is Jude yeah. Law in that one as well, or am I thinking of something oh, else? I think Jude Law, yeah, and some other people too. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No that, doubt. There's more than Jude Law about David in that movie. But that is a good one. But I've, um, yep. yeah, I've actually been watching, uh, making my way through the Child's Play movies um, ah. and the Nightmare on Elm Street movies because the good people at Death by Pod um, reviewed Nightmare on Elm Street 3 the other week. And uh, right. that, that sort of got me uh, excited, and so I started watching some Freddy movies. Um, well, there you go. But yeah, been watching a whole bunch of other movies as well. But yeah, the horror um, of reality uh, is good to escape, I think, by watching some make believe horror. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> and then you come out of that and think, hey, things aren't so bad. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's all uh, comparable and relatable. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more, mate. Good on you, Warren. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Take yeah, keep, care of yourselves. Uh, keep listening to Death by Pod. Uh, Matt and Elizabeth doing an awesome job, as you well know. Um, that's it from us. So, yeah, cheerio and stay safe, people. Absolutely. Take care. nice bunch of blokes if you haven't listened to their show do so it's irreverent it's off the wall it's full of rude words and um, cum jokes and it's incredible a couple of Aussie lads driving around the suburbs buying a mocha from the local coffee drive through and just talking the shit about anything it's a lot of fun honestly just check it out so Big Was is going to rewatch The Thing and um, he also plans to watch Outbreak and Contagion which I watched last week both of those one of them was great the other one was Pap Contagion great Outbreak really not all that good um, did you see, have, have you seen any of those, mate? I'll be honest with you. That I'm going to go with the guy that was avoiding all the horror films because yeah, uh, Peter. That's I'm avoiding those at the moment. <laughs> Good reason for that, I imagine. Uh, yeah, I just um, I I will watch them, but I think maybe what I'll do is I'll wait until like things are really shit. <laughs> and then I'll watch them and I'll freak myself out and I'll be like Mr. Burns when he's running this casino and <laughs> I'll put cleanup on my feet and. I'll just go nuts, basically. It's a sensible way to do it, isn't it? We'll take the spruce moose. <laughs> I saw that you put on your Twitter of old Burnsy, and um, 
good, good for you to get a Simpsons reference in all this madness. Yeah, always got to get a Simpsons reference in. Yeah, I I um I another one for the thing as well. I think the thing's quite a quite a thing. The thing. <laughs> uh, yes, it Everyone's is. Yeah, and it might be Antarctica, but they're still isolation, isn't it? Still, uh, don't fancy having an alien beast um, having it off, having it away with all my mates. Whoa! <laughs> Not like that, you freak. Having it off with your mates. Okay, Fucking offing my mates. Would be awful. <laughs> Better. That poor dog as well. Have some thought. Yeah. Have some thought. Dog horror never goes well. Child's play is a good one as well. Um, yeah, and not obviously not in Elm Street because of our Dream Warriors episode. Cheers, lads. Thank you for that. Uh, Child's play. I don't mind the first one, and again, they just got for me anyway. They got consistently cacker as they got to straight to DVD. Uh, I don't mind the first Child's Play. Did you see the Mark Hamill-led remake? Or the um, not Mark Hamill-led, uh, I can't remember, Aubrey Plaza-led one. Yeah, no, I haven't. Um, I'm, I wanted to, but I decided that I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I think be like... I just thought, like, well, we've already got one child's play. I will, wa- I will watch that one eventually. Like, it will come onto Netflix at some point, and I'll watch it. Yeah. But I'm not going to go out of my way for it. I've seen it. It's all right. It's not bad. It's 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 got good moments in it. It falters a little bit, but Mark Hamill's very good as Chucky, the voice of. Obviously, you're never going to be Brad yeah. Dorif and Aubrey Plaza. I love Aubrey Plaza. I think she's great, and she's good in this film. And the kid actors are right, and I don't usually like kid actors. But the kid actor's decent in this film as well. So a couple of good um couple of good choices there, lads. So Luke, big was. Thank you so much for sending that in, boys, and for supporting the show in the way that you do. And to everybody who sent in voice messages, we appreciate it so much. It's so good to hear your voices and uh to give this show a bit of a uh, bit of flavour because we all know you love hearing Elizabeth's voice and then mine. But it's nice to get some more faces and more voices on the show. I thought it was really nice. It feels like Everyone in the horror community podcasting world has just come together and been like, this is shit. <laughs> Let's watch it scary. Yeah. And then Peter is keeping it real on the other side of things. Yeah. He is the, the, the one that's going to come out with like a sane mind by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be wearing my own shit down the wall probably in the next couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to assume that's correct. Uh, Peter's the one if this was a horror film Peter would make it out of alive Peter's uh, Peter's staying away from everything so yeah shout out respect to you Peter I hope you do find some good horror films to watch soon when you're up for it and to everybody else keep watching those horror movies keep doing your podcasts keep listening to our podcasts as well and, and if, if if you've seen any which we haven't mentioned or you want to share, share, let us know send us a message onto, onto our socials but in terms of our quarantine special that's pretty much it we just wanted to come on and basically have a chat because we haven't really done a chat since our last show um about what we've been doing, what you guys can watch on streaming and what you guys have been watching. So uh, thank you so much for that. But as I say, that is that for this episode. Thank you so much, Bloggy, for taking the time out of your quarantine life to come on. Yeah, I mean, I did have dinner reservations, but I thought I'd cancel them and do this instead. That's fine. I was going to go and watch The Woman in Black tonight, as it was, but turned it down. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not worth it, is it, really? No. An evening with Bloggy and Hud. It's what you want. Uh, if the world wants to find you online, where can they? You can find me at Bloggy Balboa on Twitter, or if you put Bloggy Balboa into the Googles, it will come up with my blog, yep. which hasn't been updated in about five years. Do check, you want to be a blog like Bloggy? Do it. Check it out. You can watch me, find me, whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. You can't watch me anywhere, but you can find me on there. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, what I watch tonight. You can find the show more importantly at Death by Pod on Instagram and Twitter. All of our 
all of our show notes and all of our show info goes up on there. Polls, questions, pictures, trivia, memes, whatever it might up, like, please for voice messages and all that. So they will go up on there. Follow us on there. So to everybody who sent in contributions, thank you so much for those who haven't. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. You know, don't don't go out there. Don't venture out there. Only for essential stuff. Ugh! But uh, yeah, be like Peter, basically. And stay safe and stay sane in these strange times. But from me, until next time, I see you. And from Bloggy. It's bye-bye. <laughs>